Welcome to A Brief Chat. I'm Jason Crane. I will be joined by Owen in just moments. But first, let's take a look back at this day in radical history via the Slingshot Collective Day Planner, which you can get at slingshotcollective.org, and the Certain Days Calendar, which you can get at certaindays.org. On this day in 1809, La Paz, Bolivia declares independence from the tyrannical Spanish crown. Always good. And on this day in 1947, the wonderful Asada Shakur was born. And if you haven't read her autobiography, uh, you absolutely should. It's pretty fabulous. And now let's play the uh, theme song that I just wrote in my head seconds ago. It's O N Time. Hi, Owen. How are you? I am good. How are you? (laughs) Good. It's Owen Time, everybody. Thank you very much. I'm a prodigy. Yeah. I'm a middle-aged oh, yeah. prodigy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How are you? Tens of seconds. Tens of seconds. Um, good. I'm uh, exhausted. <laughs> yeah, you've been working a lot. Yeah. But you got a couple days off here. I have two days in a row. Yeah. Where I don't have to do any kind of work. You know, uh, for those of you who are interested in the sciences, we did a uh, pretty rigorous experiment earlier this week, and we discovered that Owen's hair... Is about as long as Norman, or which Norman is, is about as long as Owen's hair. Which is 30 inches. Yes. Yeah. Th- th- there's 30 inches of Owen hair, and there's about 30 inches of cat. Yeah. <laughs> so if you go prematurely bald, we have an immediate solution. <laughs> oh, and we just if... have to put a bunch of cat sheets on my <laughs> Exactly. Pen. And if Norman goes prematurely bald, in uh, we reverse, also we have... also have a solution, That's and true. you can grow your hair back. Yeah. Yeah. I would donate to the Norman Hair Trust. <laughs> Norman is, uh, I think he's settling in pretty well to our family. Yeah, he is. He's your little shadow most of the time now. He really adores you. He's a perfect little boy. He is. Yeah. How you doing in general? Uh, great question. I know you hate that, but I'm thinking. Um, It's okay. This isn't radio. Yeah, that's true. Conflicted? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Lots of career e type thoughts and just being reminded over and over again that this is not what I want to spend the rest of my life doing and trying to figure out the best way to get to where I'm going. And so a lot of my thoughts are kind of tied up in that. And Do you want to elaborate on that at all? I guess. So I'm an optician right now. So I'm like a technician for the actual optometrists in the office and I help people order their glasses and teach them how to use contacts and whatever. Um, So you're a doctor. Jesus Christ. (laughs) So many times. I know. No, not that smart. (laughs) Oh, that's Um, not the case. You're definitely that smart. You just didn't go to medical school. No, I can't. mm -mm, You got to cut eyeballs open to do that. And I'm like, no, thanks. (laughs) No, thank you. Um, but I really want to work in the nonprofit sector, and I've always felt drawn to that and just drawn to helping people how I can. And and that's in, like the nonprofit sector is enormous. It covers oh. everything from like protecting songbirds to working with the homeless to I mean everything. Yeah, like, there's so many nonprofits. So do that's you have a true. particular leaning? Um, I definitely want to work with people. I've thought a long time about wanting to work with lgbtq populations yeah you know there's tons of need 
uh, there right now, essentially globally. <laughs> um, but you know, I love working with kids too. Um, like the, the issue of homelessness is, is absolutely like unconscientiously massive in the U S and essentially we could solve it pretty easily, um, with the right infrastructure and the right leadership, but we don't, <laughs> you know, like we have more houses that are empty than we have people who are homeless in the U.S. Um, we have plenty of food that gets thrown out every day and we still have people going hungry all the time. So it's just like, you know, I don't, I don't know if lobbying, I don't think lobbying is the answer. I don't think the government's going to save us. So I think it's like, the, uh, a brief chat motto, you know, you gotta, oh, I just blanked on it. A better world is possible, but we have no, a lot no, of work no, to do. No, 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 What? Oh, uh. Small intentional communities and mutual yeah, aid. Yeah, yeah, thank That's you. That's my that motto, one. not your yeah. brief chat <laughs> Well, let's see a brief chat one, too. <laughs> Sorry, but it's that one. Yeah. I'm so brain dead right now. I did six days in a row, and I did, like, ten hours yesterday, and- but working is the, like, working at a job is the only time where I feel I am actually a really hard worker. Like, I feel pretty confident in that. Why do you say that? Like, what made you say that right now? Just realizing how much I put into a job that I don't even really like. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because you... It's not like I dislike my job. I was going to say, you yeah. have a lot of good experiences on your job it your job does not conform to your vision of yourself or your dreams for your future yeah but you do, do you have a lot of really positive interactions with people whose lives are made better because it was you they happen to interact with that's that's true yeah like i enjoy my job but it's not me yeah and believe me i'm the last person on the face of the earth <laughs> to advocate for a a job or yeah. b and b a job you don't like but just a a job, so I I'm not I'm not making some case for you to remain an optician. I'm just no. saying that for a job that does not really conform to your eventual vision of yourself as a person, there are some aspects of it that do conform to the desire to help. I mean, you you're always, for example, trying to find ways to make things more affordable for people, and you are you know, going out of your way to help people with insurance issues and and just treating peop all people who come into the store with a respect they might not get from every person mm. who works there. At least in based and this is all based on my not my particular office, just like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like in general with the human population. Right. They yeah, might, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think that's I think that's true. But that's also just because I'm in complete open book. <laughs> like yes. what you see is what you get you're not a mystery that is no <laughs> that is definitely yeah definitely true i wonder what owen's like no one ever no asked. yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly um and then just uh kind of in a we do not have time to get into all this with the two and a half minutes that are left but um a thing that you have which is this is ironic in some ways but a thing that you have inspired me to do in recent weeks and i'm making a, a, a deeper and deeper commitment to it is uh, returning to I used to be I was a vegan for years and I'm not returning to veganism at the moment but I am returning to or becoming a vegetarian which I appreciate I have I have not been 
as strict about it as is possible. And you have certainly been much more strict, um, you know, kind of vegetarian, vegan balance. One thing that I, that has always felt out of step to me um, about my life is that the, the religious tradition I practice, although it does not have a vegetarian requirement, um, but many Buddhists have adopted vegetarianism as part of what they do. Yeah. And I've always felt a little out of step um, because of that and just because of factory farming and all that stuff. So it's been nice to uh, to have your example to oh, thanks. be inspired by. Aw, that's awesome. Yeah. There's a... There's a... What was it? Jake Yap mentioned this cool fact. <laughs> I'm so glad up. you said that. I'm sorry. Because what I was just about to say was I'm Jake Yap's vegetarian grandchild because <laughs> oh, yeah, you you're, you're Jake Yap's vegetarian child. child. Yeah. And I'm inspired by you. No, yeah. He was saying like if you get one person a year to convert essentially to veganism, then like by the end of 10 years, you have a whole lot of fucking people. I'm so happy <laughs> that the next words out of your mouth were Jake Yap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because I was waiting to figure out if I could work that joke in. And then you just said, well, Jake Yap says. And I was well, there you go. Yeah, no, sorry. I mean, like, I was trying to remember this hot fact, and I'm not good at remembering facts. But, um. Uh, hun- so says Jake Yap. <laughs> Jesus no, Jake Yap. I know they're very similar in your mind. You can <laughs> shut the Jake fuck up. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, amazing. All is right. This, is this my eating ass moment? <laughs> I can't believe you said it again. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, no, it was. Can I keep going a little bit? A little bit, yeah. I have a lot of pauses in there you can edit out. That's at I'm least not editing two minutes. this at all. What well, are you talking I'll about? I'll edit it. Fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I tried to go vegetarian or vegan a couple times in the past few years, but I also have a history of having an eating disorder, and every time I did that, it would trigger a relapse for me. Um, but this time has been a lot easier, and something something Jake said really helped too, which is like he felt kind of relief when he instead like switched from being a vegetarian to being a vegan because it was like that little thing in your brain like your little piece of morality in there that says like hey this isn't really great with all the facts that I have about this and like knowing what I'm implicit in and like that voice goes away and there's just kind of like a relaxing to it I'm paraphrasing what he said um but that made a lot of sense to me and like that's kind of how I feel with it now, too. And I'm definitely not still perfect. I'm trying to work my way to it. But but I think that's that's where I'm heading permanently, which is cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And it's really important if you're deciding to make any ki- kind of dietary choice like this that you be kind to yourself. Because oh, I absolutely yeah. w- I was vegan for years. And I definitely would have said this is a permanent change in my life. And it did not end up being that way. Yeah. And if it does not end up being that way for you or if you pause for a while or if whatever happens, um, it is absolutely obviously awesome to make commitments to things. Uh, and I'm not suggesting that you back off from that commitment. I'm just saying that I think one thing that 
contributes to a lot of people not sticking with things like this mm. is that you kind of make one mistake or you take a break and you feel like it ends forever. Yeah. And I will give my own example, which is I meditated every day for years and then I stopped one day. Like I missed a day and then I stopped. Yeah, for, for like three years. Well, not that long, oh, no, but for, but... for quite a while. Yeah. And now I'm. it's been almost three years that I've been doing it every day again. Yeah. Um, so like it's so we're not perfect human beings. It's okay to fall down and get back up if you have to. So yeah, there's definitely a culture of absolutism. It seems like it, it... especially on the left. I feel like <laughs> I really do feel that way. Yeah. I think you're exactly right. It's like if you're not ideologically perfect in every way, you're canceled. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's uh that can be hard sometimes. Yeah. But well, we can work to be good examples though. Yeah. And I'm and inspired by you. So well, I'm that inspired helps me. by you too. Thanks. Thanks. That's our show for today. Uh, thank you for being here. Yeah, my pleasure. Oh, thanks. Wait, thanks for letting me ramble about my feelings. Play the Owen closing theme. That was O N time. Uh, that's the show for today. Hi, I'll be on the mic this time. Uh, you can find a brief chat at a brief where you can find all the previous episodes. You can also become a member, which is an enormous help to us. Uh, be good. Wear your mask. Stay socially distanced. Wash your hands. Take care of each other. All that. Fuck good the stuff. cops. Fuck eat the ass. cops. <laughs> you know, the day that I said you were never coming on again. You should have stuck to it. I should have stuck to it. Not only did I not stick to it, you were on more times that week than you have ever been on in a single week. I love it. And now you're back. I am. And you've managed to work eating ass into this episode like twice. twice, yeah. You really fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, <laughs> love you. Yeah, love, love you. you bye. <laughs> A better world is possible, but we have a lot of work to do, starting at home, apparently. (laughs) 